Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, I must uh, extend my thanks to you all once again for everything you have done for me. I assume there was a reason for it. We're looking for two things. First, there's a relative of mine that came through, was actually at the Ainsley Manor for a bit. Mm. And people are saying we look alike. I don't believe it, but... um, and then we're also looking for a like a lost city named Oikos. Van Richten blinks and then he says So do you know the name of this lost? I I do. I do. See there's a bit of a hiccup with it. It um oh you look like you're confused as well. So it's a there's a curse on it, my family. I'm not quite sure. Some sort of curse. People can't remember the name. Brooke's parents walk her up the aisle. They're both crying a little bit. Um, I start singing. I start performing um, by the Righteous Brothers, Unchained Melody. Brooke and Bryant sort of look at each other and, you know, tears, tears. Uh, in their spectral eyes as they um, look into each other's eyes and Artemis finishes the song. Janara, you eventually hear growls coming from Hayes and then you hear somebody saying, Stop, stop, I'm not here to cause a problem. Um, and sort of stumbling out of the underbrush is Katrina Ainsley. Oh, oh shit! Uh, she's got her hands raised. I'm not going to let you go in just yet. If you're being truthful, you can wait out here with me. And in a bit, we can go and find your brother. But for right now, you're you're not going inside. Welcome, everyone. Um, we're here today to join these two spirits in matrimony uh brooke and bryant um you've come here to solidify your partnership um have you both come here freely and without reservation they both say no i do okay well by the power vested in me through our Goddess Ezra, I pronounce you husband and wife. Janara, you said you had a 24 in your earlier perception check. You, at this point, hear the sound of several people coming down the lane. 
towards the church. Janara, you go inside. Uh, Bowman, you you come and you like meet Janara like halfway down the church to to confer. Everybody else except the one person that Hayes is dealing with. Everybody else comes in through the church, bursts in through the church doors. Um, with Katrina getting dragged by her hair. Yep. Lady Ainsley says, I knew my daughter wasn't completely useless. Um, and she throws Katrina to the ground. By the power invested in me by the Ole Mist Inquisition. For the greater good... Can I draw my gun? While he's talking? Content warning. Ravenloft as a setting can feature disturbing themes and ideas. And while it is never going to be our intention to upset anyone, it is worth noting. Be advised that this story arc features ghosts, dysfunctional families, cruel clergy, murder, and references to suicide. Can I draw my gun? While he's talking? You can draw it. Shoot out his teeth. Can I shoot him while he's talking? If you're going to shoot while this person's in the middle of talking, I'm going to say it's time for everyone to roll initiative, and I Absolutely. do need you all to load up the tabletop. Can um, I... Do I re-roll, or do I keep my eight? No, re-roll. Re okay. That Thanks, earlier Edward. initiative was just to see if you got outside before they got inside. <laughs> um, they rolled real high on that check, so now we are officially in the real combat now. Top of the initiative order um, is going to be this guy down here. It's blinking. Um, uh, this guy comes in. He looks like, unlike the person at the front who has a sword, this guy has a sword, but it's at his side. He seems to be holding a spell book in his hands. Um, <laughs> Exorcist. Then after him is Bowman, then Alina, then the two sword people, um, one of whom has taken seven points of damage already. Um, then Penny, then Nyx, um, then Janara, uh, then Lord Ainsley, who's here. Uh, then Brooke and Bryant. Then the hooded guy down here. Um, who also seems more magically inclined. Uh, then Artemis. Then the rest of the people. The, that's Katrina, Lady Ainsley, and Mary and Roger Baker. So Katrina's this one. And Lady Ainsley's here. And then Mary and Roger up top next to the ghosts. So, top of the initiative order then is our our friend down here in the corner. He's Penny. He sees you start to uh, try and um, you know pull out your gun, shoot his comrade. So what he's going to do is. Uh, let's see. 
where we can place this. Ah, perfect. We can put it right here. Holy crap. You see he holds his hands to his temple, and I need everyone in that circle to make a constitution. Oh, that's too big. That's too big. Counterspell. Um, any... You want to counterspell that? Yes, please. Okay. Let's let's start big. (laughs) No. This is... Um, yeah, I'll this do regular. This is technically a class feature. Oh. But I think it's similar enough to a spell that the counter spell could work, but it's not going to work. It, it You're going to have to roll for it. If I don't, like, if I don't recognize it as casting a spell, then... It, it's up to you. I'm saying you may counter spell if you would like to. Uh, but you are going to have to roll to see if it's a successful counterspell, as you would if it was at a higher level than you were yeah. casting counterspell. Uh, sh- sure, let's do it. I was going to save this. Um, <clears throat> well, it's it's good. Um, what am I rolling? I rolled a 20. You rolled a 20? Um, I mean, you would be adding your spell modifier to that. Oh, um, 25. And the base DC is 10 plus the level of the spell, so you are... Seth, right? Yeah. You counter okay. this. Uh, so you see that he's like focusing, seems to be focusing intently, and that you <laughs> counterspell just as this like bolt of psychic energy sort of emanates um, from his glowing blue eyes, and uh, the the psychic energy <laughs> uh, ricochets off your arcane energy, and the spell dissipates. Um, he, he tilts his head. Interesting. Um, Bowman, that's your turn. You're muted. Thank you. Um, who is that one that just did that one? Is that the one in the middle? Is that one in the right or left corner? Over here. Gotcha. Okay. Um... Bowman is going to just advance forward and just start wailing on that person. Roll the hit. That was an eighteen. An eighteen. So this is against the swordy person that you're up that you're next to now. Yes. Okay. Great. An eighteen hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Awesome. That is, wait, oop, wrong dice. How embarrassing. This is my first day playing D&D, guys. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that was 15 from the crowbar. Okay. And additional, some improved, uh, Divine Smite. Yeah. So that's another seven. And we're just going to sprinkle on some more Divine Smite. Go for it. That's another 10. Great. That's your first attack? First attack. How is this person looking so far? Uh, they took a big hit from you as you run up and like, slam them with your crowbar. Um, stumbles, but still standing, still, you know, ready to fight. Um, not, you know, again, big hit. They're still, they still have plenty of fight left in them. Okay. Um, 
In that case, I'm going to, we're just going to do the same thing again. Okay, go for it. 19 to hit. Yep. Sixteen from the crowbar. Ooh. Eight from the improved divine smite. Wow. And we're gonna do divine smite at a second level. Okay. That's an additional twenty-five. Wait. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Big hit on the second one. She like stumbles. She's like scorched. She's really badly. No. Sorry, 24. Okay, wow. I got all eights. It's a heal one point of damage. Um, stumbles, badly injured. Grits, grits her teeth. She looks at you. Um, you know, this blue fire lighting up her eyes. And she says, You know, we only came here because of the ghosts. But I've made it personal. Mm. Um, can I can I respond with? Is this really worth your life? We in the Inquisition will happily die for the greater good. Not very good. Um, <clears throat> as a bonus action, mm. I'm going to cast a, a spirit shroud. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to read it for you? What does that do? Yes. You call forth the spirits of the dead, which find, uh, which fit, uh, flit, flit, flit around you. It's spelled weird. Yeah, flit. Um, That's yeah. Um, for the spell's duration, uh, the spirits uh are entangled and and invulnerable until the the spell ends. Any attack you make deals one d eight damage. When you hit a creature within 10 feet of you, this damage radiates necrotic coal or cold, your choice. Um, any creature that takes damage can't regain hit points until the end of their next turn. In addition, creatures that you can see start uh, that starts its turn within 10 feet uh, can have a reduced speed of 10. Okay. So and the duration is one minute with concentration. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, you, so you summon these spirits that are, like, surrounding you. Um, what, what are these spirits? What do they look like? What form do they take as you summon them? I, based on Cormier, uh, based on, on Bowman's history, it is probably the, the spirits of his, of his fallen soldiers on that one great last battle. So it's right. probably just a bunch of, people in military outfits yeah. just these dead Cormarian soldiers are summoned to your side to aid you in battle again um what type of damage are they going to do in whenever you do damage on subsequent turns uh i'm gonna guess that these people don't like necrotic damage sure you know what they're just being cold they're gonna be cold. Okay, They're great. Cold. So they are cold damage. Um, awesome. Uh, and then it's Hayes' turn as well. Hayes has his opponent on the ground, um, outside. 
in when they're prone, are do they do they have opportunity attacks? Prone doesn't stop them from having opportunity attacks. Okay, uh, then Hayes is just going to attack them again. Okay, Hayes has advantage uh, because he is making a uh, melee attack against a prone target. I think Hayes is going to go for the face. Yep. Um, that was a 17? 17 hits. All right, and that's five piercing damage. Do we should I make should I have them do another saving throw? Uh, they the effect already triggered on them, so no. Um, now remind me, does Hayes just knock them prone, or does Hayes also grapple them? It just says knock. They're knocked prone. Okay, great. Um, okay. That's Hayes. Uh, Elena, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I am going to cast, um, Circle of Power. Ooh, okay. Which, let me, how do I draw a circle around me that is 30 feet? Uh, if you go over to the AOE tab... Up at the top, uh -huh. and then just change the size to 30. Then you can change the style to any style you want, really, and then okay. hit circle. And then you just click where you want to put it. Circle. Oh. Uh, and yeah, you can grab it and drag it. So you can. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Okay. There. Right. So it's centered on me. Um, so everyone inside that uh area of effect, um each friendly creature has mm -hmm. advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Um additionally when affected creature succeeds on a saving throw made against a spell or magic effect that allows it to make a saving throw to take only half damage it in, instead takes no damage so okay great that's an awesome buff that's a so great spell this, this is like a little buff for everybody yeah <laughs> yeah elena since you know uh uh you you know because with your divine power you're in a holy place you know you summon forth the the power of the raven queen and this like sphere of radiant energy like ripples away from you um and most of your friends are now uh you know within this sphere of energy which um just hangs like faintly in the air all around you can see it sort of rippling a little bit Mm -hmm. Um, great. Yeah, that's your action. Did you want to move or take a bonus action, or are you good? Um, I think that's going to be it. Yeah, great. that's all. All right. It's now the sortie people's turns. Uh, we're going to start with the one outside with Bowman. Uh, not with Bowman, with Hayes. 
So uh, they are prone on the ground. They are going to... Um, they're going to take their sword and try to attack Hayes. Um, that is a 21 to hit. Uh, weirdly enough, it actually doesn't. Uh -huh. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's a hit. Sure. So Hayes takes 13 slashing damage. Wow. Wow. And Hayes is gone. All right. Oh. Forever. Uh, no more, no more Hayes for now. Um, uh, after this happens, uh, the doors are open still, so um, she can just barely get, uh, just barely see an angle inside. Um, so she teleports, boom, over here. Uh, sees what's happening in the room and uh, looks back at um the Ainsleys, who say, uh, the deal stands if we can, if you can stop those ghosts. Kill whoever you have to kill to get them out of the way. Uh, this Inquisitor nods and what? runs for... Stop the ghosts from doing what? Um, uh, runs forward to Janara and makes or second attack against you. Um, okay. That's a 21 to hit. That hits. Uh, so you take 14 damage, plus once this hits, there's a secondary effect that now triggers. Um, so you take 14 slashing damage, plus an additional... 11 force damage. As the sword, like, hits you, um, you sort of, like, block it with, like, a brick, like, a, you know, a, a bracer, like, wrap on your arm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, then there's this powerful wave of force that's falling very slightly behind the sword. Okay. Um, and then, uh, after hitting you, teleports again over here. Um, it's now the one next to you, Bowman's turn. Uh, she's going oh, to good. attack you. Jeez. Um, that is a 25 to hit you. Yep. You take six slashing damage. We got 10 hit points, right? Yes. 13 temporary hit points at the beginning of the that's episode. Six slashing. Yep. Six slashing plus ooh, that's a good roll. Uh oh, plus 18 great. force damage. Okay. Um and then she teleports and appears behind Penny, who was planning on shooting her, and says, uh let's just consider this payback for last night. Um yeah, she breaks the table with Penny. Mad respect, though. That attacks you, Penny. That is a 26 to hit. 
Yeah. That'll hit. Uh, that's 10 slashing damage plus um wow that's a good roll as well sorry sometimes you get nights where I roll bad and sometimes you get nights where Penny takes an additional 19 force damage um speaking of Penny it's your turn Okay, well, I guess I will hit this fool. Um, all right, well, we're gonna just shoot her yeah. blank three times, I guess. Go for it. Um, the first roll is a 24. That hits. Go and roll damage first okay. before you make your other shots. Um, yikes, that's a 10. Okay. Second. Ah, she's already not looking great, by the way. So you, after you take this big hit, you pull up your gun and she's like, oh shit. And you shoot her point blank and she stumbles back as the electric round like goes into her chest. Uh, she's still hanging in there, but barely um, as blood like starts soaking the front of her armor. Okay. Um, I don't, I feel like I don't want to kill her. It's up to you, Penny. Can I hit her with the butt, like the butt of my gun, and try and knock her unconscious? Uh, it would be an improvised weapon attack, but yeah, you may. Does that? So just if you want to do that, just roll yeah. a d twenty and then okay. add your strength. Okay. Um, Strength. Yeah. <laughs> That's a 12. Okay, 12. You try to whack her with the butt of your gun, and she just shoves it aside. She's like, what's wrong, Penny fucking Presswell? Is that it for my action, then? Well, you technically hit three attacks on your attack action, so okay. you get a third attack. All right, so I'll just tell her I was trying to be nice, and then I'll shoot her in the foot. That's a 24. That, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. That's 17. Great. Uh, with that, you shoot her in the foot, and she, it's, the pain is enough at this point that she collapses on the ground. Uh, he's down and out. Um, great. Any bonus action or movement from you? Nope. Okay. Next, that's you. Alright, I am gonna come around to the other side of Artemis to, like, yep. attack this lady. Yep. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna attack her with my rapier. Go for it. And then double or two weapon okay the dagger um that is a 23 to hit that hits you may add your sneak attack wait no i'm sorry 
29 points of piercing damage for the, that first one. 29, wow. And then the second, the dagger, is going to be 24 to hit. Okay. For four points of damage. Nice. Excellent. Yeah, you run up behind her. She seems very focused on Brooke. You, like, come around behind her, stab her twice in the back. She, ah! Um, great. What do you want with them? What do you want with them? <laughs> to serve the greater good. That's why we're here. Um, what are you doing against the Uh, Janara, that's your turn. Um, where Katrina is, is there any dim light in that corner there? Um, you know, you guys, I assumed, had set up some torches so that you could see nice mm-hmm. here. So it is, it is lit, but it's, there's still plenty of shadows. I would say especially, like, right along the wall by the door. Like, Perfect. directly behind Lady Ainsley. Perfect. I'm going to look at Katrina and I'm going to say, I'm going to need to hear it out loud. Are you with your brother or are we, or are you with your parents? She looks up at you and then she looks up at her mother who you, who's like, you know the answer. You know what happens if you don't give the right answer to this question, my dear we can find new children. What does that mean? What's your answer? I can find I, <laughs> I I don't I I don't uh, and she's like just frozen and she doesn't know she can't answer. Right now. I'm gonna pr- I'm gonna press a little bit further. You see what your parents are doing. Do you want to be for what they're doing or against what they're doing? Because if you're against what they're doing, we can protect you. I make a persuasion check for me. You are pushing <laughs> the bounds of what I would typically allow on a turn, but I'm I'll allow it anyway. Okay. Thank you. Well, so nice. I got a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Um. She looks you in the eyes and she just says, I don't, I don't, I don't want this. I'm going to bonus action. Um, ooh, what's the actual wording of the thing? I'm going to bonus action shadow step. Okay. Right behind her. Okay. Great. Yeah, go ahead and move your... And I'm going to grab Katrina, and I'm going to thunderstep um, with her, if you'll allow me, back over here. And I'm 
purposely trying to stay away from my friends so that they don't take um damage within yeah so shadow step is is, a bonus action right and it's a class feature yes okay yes uh i will allow that so you thunder step away there's a save on people near you when you do it yes if um, I'm within 10 feet, yes. Otherwise, they take damage. They just take damage outright. There's no save. If they, oh, yes. So if they fail the save, they get full damage. If they pass the save, they get half damage. But I'm purposely okay. trying to stay away from people. So there's right. no damage. But you're involved. still going to get Lady Ainsley in the initial jump. It's away. where, I think it's when I land. Is it when, <laughs> is it when you land or is it? Let me double check. Um. Sorry, I. Oh no! Each creature not within ten mm-hmm. feet of the space you left. Oh, of the space you left. Oh, okay. Well, I'm fine with her taking damage. <laughs> okay. And I also think this dude takes damage too, then, because of yes, where I landed. I believe so. So the two people in the corner. Okay. So it is a save. It's Constitution 14. Um, Yeah, I'm fine with those two folks taking damage. That's fine. Okay, so for Lady Ainsley... Sorry, I totally read that wrong, Ben. No, that's fine. For Lady Ainsley, that's an 8 on her save. Okay. Uh, For the Hooded Inquisitor, that is a... 13, so that's two failures. Perfect. So go ahead and roll damage. Um, I rolled really poorly anyway, so that's 11 damage to both of them. 11 damage to both of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Lady Ainsley It's like, what? And the thunder happens, and she gets, like, knocked backward, slams mm-hmm. into the floor, uh, cracks her head against the floor, and is out. Perfect. Um, um yeah. And she's gonna come back as a ghost, a vengeful ghost, and hunt us down. <laughs> um, can I use the rest of my movement to just go back next to Bowman? Sure. Grant. Um, great. It's now Lord Ainsley's turn. Um, he's like, you, <laughs> my wife, and sh- and he raises his blunderbuss and goes to shoot you, Janara. Um, <laughs> that's an eleven to hit. Nope. Um. Okay. Just wave at him. Yeah. Catch the bullet. <laughs> the bullet just <laughs> flies past. Um. Okay. It's now Brooke. Brooke and Bryant's turns. Uh, Brooke is just ben. going to say to her parents, "Get to the back of the church. Stay safe." Uh. Well, they. It's not their turn. They can't move yet. Um. 
then she is going to this little side office is it we the door we right, locked Alina? the the ghosty in there yeah that's what she's gonna do uh She's going to say, all right, let's see if we can't change some things about this situation. Um, And she is going to attempt to possess the Inquisitor right in front of her, who must make a charisma saving throw. Jeez. They got a 12, and the DC was 13. So, Rook is now possessing this one between Nyx and Artemis. Um, and says, right, well, let's see what we can do. Oh, this voice is weird and harsh. Please never do this to me. Wasn't planning on it. Um, <laughs> uh, Bryant comes over to Katrina and says, Well, it seems like we both disappointed mother and father. Come on, let's get you to safety. Um, and that's their turns. It is now the Inquisitor at the back of the church. Um, who's like looking around? Hey, hey, this is not how I thought this day was gonna go. Uh, he sort of scans the room. He looks at you, Bowman. So, is this the dude on the right or the left? dude on the right, in the hood. Hmm. He looks at you, Bowman, and he says, You there. Yes. I think perhaps it would be beneficial for all of us if we work together. In fact, I think both of you should consider working with us instead of against us. Hmm? Oh, and I need okay, like... wisdom saving throws from both Bowman and Janara. You get a plus four because you're nearby me. Okay. That could have been a useful counter spell. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. I get a what? You get a plus four. Four. This is a saving throw, right? Yep. These are literally the four two feet. people we could not beat if they turned against us. The, the, so it's it's a wisdom saving throw. Yep. And I got a I got a thirty. Okay. I got a fourteen. Janara, you are charmed. Oh fuck. <laughs> Can you be charmed? I don't believe uh, there is anything in her character sheet that would prevent her from being able yeah. to be charmed. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, Janara, you are now charmed. And on until, uh, well, until later. Um, <laughs> on your turn, you have to do what I tell you. Well, 
fabulous incredible um murder your friends artemis that's you i was already having a rough time figuring out what on earth to do and now okay so brooks got control of that lady yep we're good how tall is this church? Um, I would say the ceiling's a good, like, 20 feet above you. Okay. Is there a hole in the ceiling that a phoenix could fit through? Yes. Oh. Skylight. Good skylight. I... Okay, I saw... Can I tell that Janara's been a little affected? Make an insight check. It's like 9, 10, 11. Nope. Okay, no idea. Great, we don't have that many people to deal with. Only two. This is going well. I have a flair for dramatics. I'm going to have... Cypress mm. with 90 feet. Can Cypress fly around and smash through this stained glass window that's behind us? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cypress bursts in through the window behind Alina. Let's uh, out of magnificent. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm going to swoop in. I'm going to use half my movement to mount. Is that how that works? I believe so, yes. Yeah, I'm gonna ride my phoenix. Um, great, you can and... control if you drag a little box around just you and the phoenix, you should be able to move both of you at the same time. Great, cool. Oh, control. Can I shit? Yeah, no, yes. Aha, there we are. Great. Um, okay. Can I interpose myself? I'll go here-ish. Okay. Kind of blocking their access to the two mortals. Yeah. Okay. So I half moon. Now I get to decide what the hell I'm going to do. Um... I will inspire no gosh that's what happens um sorry no you're fine many people are there do I have friends I have no okay I don't want to kill the guy um I will no slow no uh, I can't decide so it's going to be Eldritch Blast uh one of each of these guys okay go for it make your tech rolls um that certainly misses uh one on the left first okay um Eldritch Blast a 16 to hit 16 does hit that one Yes, oh, great. Um, that is eight points of force damage. Great. 
Oh, I have three Eldritch Blasts. Okay, yep. that's good to know. Okay, um, one blast at the guy on the right. Um, that is a 25 to hit. That hits. Uh, six points of force damage to him. Okay. And um, I think the guy on the left is more of a threat, so I'm going to try and hit him again. Go for it. Um, ooh, that's not going to hit. 14. 14 just hits. Ooh. He can take eight points of force damage. As he loses and concentration. <laughs> um, I will. This particular little... thing that you're under is not concentration. So. Oh. I will draw my sword, wave it around, look all cool. Um, say, your final warning before you're about to get fucked. All right. Very good. Um, Bowman and Janara, even though you're under control right now, I, I still need both of you to make perception checks for me. Hmm. 10. 10? 29. 29. With a 29... Even, like, through this, like, haze of mind control that you find yourself under, you see something, um, ethereal through the open door. There seems to be ripples in the air, as if there is something there. But because you are mind-controlled, you cannot call out. As the Headless Rider oh. char appears through the doorway of the church. <laughs> um, now we're getting Everyone now. is like, what, what the? <laughs> and the Headless Rider takes his great axe to the nearest target. Um, <laughs> as Lord Ainsley spins around, gun in hand, the headless rider takes his great axe and slashes out at Lord Ainsley. Uh, that definitely hits. Um, great. And Lord Ainsley dies. Good. <laughs> sure. Reunited with his um, wife. Was his wife dead or just knocked out? I mean, it was She's magic. just knocked out. It was magic that got her out. Yeah, it was. Mm. Um, as this happens, the remaining two Inquisitors are like, wealth Fuck. <laughs> um. This isn't hey, us. If you want to be on our side for this, this <laughs> isn't us. Hey, the headless rider gets two attacks on his turn. He's gonna continue to charge forward and <laughs> take 
his uh, <laughs> next attack perfection against uh Janara. Um yep. that is was not very good. That was a 13 to hit. That does not hit. Okay, so that's a miss. Uh those are the Yep. All right, that's the headless writer's turn. Um This horse's turn now. Um, I mean, they're on the same turn. The horse, mm -hmm. the nightmare, this large, flaming, spectral steed is going to rear up and try to slam you, Bowman, with its hooves. Um, that is a 20 to hit. The hits. Right, so you take... Eighteen bludgeoning damage, as well oh. as good, good nine fire damage. Oh, perfect! It's Katrina's turn. <laughs> she's like, what? what? Turns out she's an archmage, and she just runs to the back of the church. <laughs> um, does she finally hide? Like Janara told her to so long ago. She tried to hide. She, oh, that's not what I was trying to grab. Um, and fairness, yeah. she asked me where, and I didn't really give an Yeah, to be fair, she had so no I went hide. <laughs> she didn't know what she was hiding from, how long it would be. No, she was playing hide and seek. Mary and Roger run to the back. Uh, this Inquisitor is gonna just. Okay. Oop, run back this way. And as he runs, he's going to launch out of his hand um, a bolt of arcane energy towards the headless rider. Um, what is his AC? Nope, that's a miss. Uh, so the bolt, the headless rider, despite not having a head, turns and deflects the bolt off of his great axe. Um, and then, uh, is going to use its first legendary action. Um, write this thing earlier. Uh, we're gonna do this one so I it's always fun right fighting a legendary enemy when you have npcs to protect right i think that's our mo though <laughs> all right i need everybody within this circle to make a wisdom saving throw to avoid being frightened. Oh. Oh, I have a thing. Is it advantage or immunity? Or uh, should be under immunities and resistances. Is it? It's a magical effect. 
or no? It is a magical effect. So if you're within the sphere, you have advantage. I had advantage. Am I within the sphere or not? That's that's a question for Ben. No, you are not. With you're at the edge. So yeah, you do not get it. Where is immunity and resistances? Upper oh, right hand of them. A... Oh, immunities. I'm immune to be frightened. So you can't be frightened. Okay. I got a 16. You got a 16. Not you are not frightened. Uh, plus, did you add four? Oh, okay, never mind. Well, yeah. You are not I frightened. I did not. Uh, Artemis, what'd you get? Um, 14, I believe. 14, you are frightened. Cool. Um... Uh, the Inquisitor of the Oh, no, I rolled for Cyprus. Yes. It's not frightened. Inquisitor of Mind's Fire is is frightened. Um... Nyx, what'd you get? Not natural 20. You're not frightened. Um, and then... Oh. And ghosts are immune. So, from being frightened. Great! Okay. That's that legendary action. Uh, Bowman, that's your turn. Um, I'm assuming if I, if I walk from where Bowman is to the hooded one, would I be leaving the Headless Riders or area attack? No, you could do the whole thing while remaining within range. Great. That's exactly what I'm doing then. You do that. Um, I'm am just going to look at this this person. Yeah. And just go. This is your last chance. Give up. Join us. Leave. Or die. What? He's frightened. Uh, and he's like, what? What are we supposed to do against that thing? I promise you, what I'm going to do to you is going to be a lot worse. I just want to get out of here! Okay. All right, then. Um, Bowman's going to turn turn to the headless rider. Um, specifically, you know what? I'm going to aim for... No, I'm not going to aim for Nightmare. Nightmare didn't do nothing. Um, you trampled a guy. Trampled no, me. she wouldn't do that. Uh, Bowman's gonna aim for the Headless Rider. Go for it. All right. Come on, you're 20. That was cocked. Okay, that was a... 24 to hit. That hits. Awesome. Go ahead and roll damage. All right, it takes 10 from the crowbar, eight from improved divine smite, 
And then I roll for the cold damage, which takes four cold damage. And let's just add some let's just add some divine smite on there. Okay. You know? You will add an extra D8 because it is undead. Fabulous. Okay, it takes an additional 19 uh, divine energy. Great. How's, how's, how's this person looking? Oh, dead. Oh, good. <laughs> Great. My job is but, done. But no, beyond being, you know, an undead creature, it's, it's hard to tell, but it doesn't look like you have... Um, Sign you you've, you that was a big hit, but it's still there and it still has quite a bit of fight left in it. Okay, a uh, quick question for you: Can I change the spirit shroud's damage? It I'd... no, you declare the damage when you cast the spell. Okay, thank you, thank you for the clarification. Um, all right, and I'm guessing I'm just gonna do the same thing. Yep, again. That was a nat 20. Wow. Yeah, all the dice. Uh, uh, max max for all applicable dice and then roll of everything. All right, That's calculator normal. time. Yeah, this is going to be a big one. Big numbers. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. Big okay. numbers. All right, so it takes 17 from the crowbar. It takes 8 from improved Divine Smite. Another 8 from improved Divine Smite. And you know what? Let's just do Divine Smite at... Third level, which adds four, right? Yeah, four so, plus another one. Yeah, so so it's 17 Five. base crowbar damage plus eight base improved divine smite damage plus, um, is it eight for the shrouded, shrouded spirits? Yes, I already calculated okay, that. Yeah, plus. Okay, great. Uh, the cold damage is reduced by half, so it's actually plus four for that. Sorry. Okay, so I'm just going to minus four. Yeah. Knew I should have did Necronic. Um, all right, and then it's additional. Uh, automatically, at a third level, it does eight. What's eight times five? Yeah, um, 40. Oh. 40, yeah. Plus 40. Okay. So you're starting with 73. I have 69. Yeah, I don't know how I messed that up. I think you might be right. 69, let's go with, yeah. Nice. nice. Um, all right. Plus so, roll. Plus roll. Uh, also, I had a question. I read this again. I feel like I ask this every single time. Mm -hmm. I have relentless and uh, savage attack. Does that do anything? You get to roll one more instance of your damage die for oh, okay. um, for your weapon. So you get to roll an extra weapon die. So I roll two d12s. Yes, essentially. Yes. All right. So rolling for the crowbar first. That is sixteen. Oh man, I love this game. It's math, but it's fun math. 
And now for everything else. Can I, can you hear this? Not really, but Aww. I bet it's satisfying. It is satisfying. That's another 16 plus. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, 16 plus 16. It's 14. I think this is the most damage I've done in a, in a round. And the game in the game period, actually. Because that is a whopping 130 damage. 130 <laughs> damage for one yep. attack. <laughs> Great. You run over to this headless rider. Whack! One massive blast of divine light. As as your first hit finishes, um the uh, uh spirits um surrounding you of the dead Cormerians grab onto this thing and pull it down to the ground uh, and you then lift up your crowbar into a second massive hit and as your crowbar is coming down glowing with divine light there's like a bolt of divine energy that shoots through a hole in the ceiling and smites this thing upon the ground um, it's corpse does not move. Corpse. And then it moves <clears throat> and stands up and you see its wounds start to close. Um, and as it does, you hear from within the stump of its neck this nice. horrible echoing wailing sound and three flaming skulls appear floating <laughs> oh, no. in the air. <laughs> anyway, that's your turn, Bowman. Oh, God. Sorry, Elena, guys. that's you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to cast Harm. On the headless rider person. Okay. Um, which is a constitution saving throw. Yes. Uh, 15. That was a 21. Okay, so he'll still take half damage, and I'm going to let it the digital dice roll because I don't have 14d6. What? Crazy. We're going to see what these digital dice... 46, so that's reduced to half to 23. 23, um, and that's what kind of damage? Necrotic. Necrotic, okay, great. 23 necrotic damage, yep. Great. You cast the spell, this, like, bolts of energy shoots from, like, the edge of your spear, uh, this, like, dark, um, uh, divine, dark yet divine energy, 
uh, comes out, slams in the center of this thing's chest as it's letting out this unearthly scream from its neck stump. Um, excellent. Uh, mm, and then the the buff spell, that's still a concentration. Do I need to do anything to maintain that? Until you take damage? No. Um, yep, that'll be it for Helena. Great. It is now uh, Brooke's turn. Uh, she's going to just pilot her body over here. Right. This is... Um, well, this woman seems to know how to use this sword. Uh, on guard? Um, and she's gonna make attacks at these skulls. Uh, first one is a... a 19, which does hit. And... This thing's going to take six plus seventeen plus. Okay. Uh, she splits one of these skulls in half, and it's flaming halves fall to the ground, and she's like. <clears throat> yes, quite. Um, oh, I, I can do something weird. Uh, and teleports behind the horse. Wow. All new experience in this body. Uh, and makes a second attack against the nightmare. Um, that was not so good. Uh, but what's the Nightmare's AC? And Nightmare's AC is also not good, but slightly better. So second attack misses as the horse leaps nimbly out of the way. It's like, mm, well, oh, I can do it again. And teleports back to safety. <laughs> wow. Weird. Um... Things Penny. are so stress-free when you've already died. Yeah. Yeah. Penny, that's you. All right. Um, going after the headless rider. Okay. With my gun. Yeah, go for it. Oof, that's a twenty-one. That hits. Oh Jesus. Twenty damage. Okay. And then going again, and that's a twenty-two. That hits. And fourteen. Okay. And then last hit is a nine thirty, I think. Nineteen plus eleven. Yeah. And ooh. 
18. 18. Okay. Great. Really good series of shots. Just bam, bam, bam. Uh, takes a lot of damage from that. Um, but it's still standing. Uh, is that your turn? Um, I'll do an action surge. Oh, okay. Yeah, go for it. And I'll hit it again. Go for it. That's a 21. 21 hits. And 16 damage. Okay. I believe you get to do a whole attack action again. Oh, okay. Okay, so um, first roll is a nat 20. Oh boy, yeah. Okay. So that means 25 base damage and then an additional 10. And then that second roll was a 22. Okay, that hits. And that is 16 damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, it stumbles, staggers as you're, like, riddling it with shots. Um, it's still standing, but it's looking rough, and electricity is, uh, still sparking on it. Um, but it is, it is still on its feet. At the end of your turn, it is going to use the legendary action. Um, it's second uh, of the round. Um, oh, no, the Fright Presence was two. So this is its last legendary action before its turn. Uh, it is going to take its Great Axe and make a swing at you, Janara, we'll say, and simultaneously uh, one of its, its skull friends is going to make an attack against Bowman. So okay. we're going to do the one against you, First, Janara. Um, so that is a one T six to hit. That hits. Uh, you take twelve slashing damage plus an additional thirteen necrotic damage. How much necrotic? 13. 13? Got it. And then the skull that's next to you, Bowman, um, is going to try to bite you. Um, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, that's a 19 to hit. The fuck? Are these like like super big teeth? No, <laughs> just persistent. That, that um, that's two piercing damage. <laughs> plus, wow, really bad rolls for this one. Plus one necrotic damage. So oh you man, I feel bad for your bad rolls. Bite. Bowman's down. Yeah, actually, that Bowman's permadeath right there. You hate to see it. Nyx, that's you. Um, 
I am I think I'm gonna shoot at the headless horseman as well. Go for it. Make your attack roll. If you hit, you may add sneak attack. Mm -hmm. Um, 16. Just hits. Ooh, okay. Twenty-nine points of piercing damage. Wow. Um, this thing is still staggering forward after being riddled with bullets. Um, you line up a very well placed shot and make one last, uh, shot and hits it right somewhere perfectly. It doesn't have a head, but. <laughs> You manage to stop it, and it staggers to its knees and then falls on the ground. And this time, does not get back up. You still have a flaming horse and two skulls to deal with, but the headless rider is vanquished. That's nice. I presume the frightening also disappears with it? Yes. You're no longer oh, afraid. good. I'm gonna come up next to Rook. Yeah. Person. Okay. Anything else? Or is that it? No, that's it. Okay. Janara, you are under the mind control of this guy still. This guy, yeah. though, is, like, resetting his priorities. And basically the message that you get is... Finish off this uh these monsters and you have free reign to attack any of the three remaining monsters uh, uh on the battlefield. Um okay, I'll go for the horse because it's right in front of me. Yep. Um and I'm just going to try to punch it. Go for it. Punch as, the horse. As you as, as you, you do, do, I guess. <laughs> um the first one is an 18. Uh that hits. That's perfect. That is going to be four damage, and I'm going to try to stun it. Um, okay. So it needs to make a constitution saving throw, DC yep. 15. Yep. Uh, that is a 10. Great. It is stunned. I'm going to hit it again with advantage. Go for it. It's good because that was terrible. That was worse. Um, so that is um a ten to hit. Ten misses. Okay, I'm gonna try to hit it one more time. Go for it. Oh gosh, that is terrible. Okay, that's a way better. Um, that is a twenty-one to hit. That hits. Yep. So that is going to be uh eight more damage to Excellent. the. Yep. Great. And that is my turn. At the end of your turn, the mind control lifts. Oh, great. Um, the horse is stunned. 
Yeehaw. Uh, <laughs> Bryant is going to look at the Inquisitor next to him and say, So, <laughs> my parents are dead. I don't know what they promised you. But I believe my sister in the back of the church there is now the head of the household. So are we good? Or is there going to be an issue here? Because I'd really like to focus on the monsters over there. I don't, I don't know if uh, this is productive. Uh, and I'm going to roll a persuasion check for him. <coughs> that bounced out. Let's try that again. Mm, that was not very good. And the battle continues. And the Inquisitor is going to say, Ghosts like you. We can rid all of Mordent of ghosts. We do it. But we'll, we'll deal with just the problem ghosts for now. Does he understand where he lives? Right. No. I was afraid you are going to say that. So sorry about this. Nothing personal. Uh, and he's going to attempt to possess this guy. So now this guy needs to make a Christmas save. <laughs> but he got a 16 and that's enough to resist the effect. He like uh, shoves Bryant luck. Okay. Can I use luck? <laughs> uh okay, well that Go Bryant luck brings him down to a 12. Uh, and the DC is 13. So, um, Bryant has now possessed, uh, this, this guy. Um. Huh. Yeah. We love just kicking our issues further down the road. Um, all right. <laughs> That's the last Inquisitor's turn. He's gonna just kind of try to, like, get in the corner over here. And then uh, Crying. is going... <laughs> he's not frightened anymore. Um, he's going to hold his fingers to the sides of his head, focus on... And uh, I'm gonna make saving throw for the horse. Uh, that's definitely going to be a failure. Um, so the nightmare is going to take... Make sure that's a failure. Yeah. So the nightmare is going to take... Thirteen psychic damage. Um... And then he's going to do it again against one of the skulls. Uh -huh. 
uh, the skull succeeded on its saving throw. So, um, but that is that. Artemis, that's you. Oh, jeez. Um, okay, so the vibe that we got is that as long as these people are possessed... They're not right. going to be a problem. Yeah. All right. Um, the horse is stunned. <coughs> to... I don't want to... Um, I will have Cypress kind of get me a little closer. I'll fly above the skulls, and I'm going... This is so stupid. Ernest, you dramatic bitch. Um, he's going to take the uh, sword, leap off of Cypress, and attempt to plunge it down into the horse and okay. land on the horse. Go for it. <laughs> make, make your attack. Um, blue we'll say flame. for drama, roll with advantage on this cool. attack roll. Uh, this will be blue flame blade. Yeah. We'll attack. Um, uh, well, plus it's stunned, so you would get advantage anyway, so sorry. That's true. Sorry. And uh, it's cocked. And 14 again. Um, 25 to hit. That hits. Okay, so it is there. That plus the age. Okay, so the first is eight, eight plus uh, uh, fourteen points of slashing damage and nine points of fire damage. Doesn't take any fire damage. Oh, well. It's a flaming horse. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, the flaming <laughs> skull five feet from it. Uh, some yeah. fire's gonna jump to it, too. <laughs> Let's right. see. Uh, funny enough, <laughs> these guys Eight. are not resistant. Great. To fire 16 points of fire damage that doesn't happen. Uh, um, great. Am I on the horse now? Yeah, you can move yourself onto the horse. I mean, it's stunned, so it's not moving. But yeah, you could just move your token on top of it if you want. Yeah, this this I'm very good atop horses. Yeah, you go, go only very well. I will just stay atop the horse. Um, I will. And where is Cypress now? Cypress, I'm going to uh, just kind of point off towards the <laughs> the mortals in the back. Um. And say, Cypress, thank you for that entrance. Um, can you just make sure they're okay? And if things go bad, fly them away. So he'll just kind of hover back here. Okay. And well, let's do this side, prioritizing the cool, the cool mortals. Sure. Uh, to fly them out through the stained glass if things go south. Get bad. Great. Um, as he's leaving, he'll, I don't know, this little guy on the left, this flaming head, he'll try to, I don't, you can't get it with a talon? Do something. Sure. Yeah. He'll just try to, like, kick it. Or slash Go at it. it. Um, well, it's a 10 to hit. 10 does not hit. Cool. So. Uh, great. Um... Now the heads turns. 
the one that was trying to bite Bowman is going to try to bite Bowman again. Um, the 13. Miss. Mm, Finally. Yeah. The other one is going to try to bite, uh, we'll say, Nyx. Hmm. These guys aren't super intelligent, so they're just going to keep going. Um, does a 17 hit? Yes. Uh, that's two piercing damage. Um, <laughs> I do need you to make a constitution saving throw for me. However. Am I still within that? You sure are. Right at the edge of it. And this is a magical effect. Um, 16. 16. Uh, that's a success. So. Horse is stunned, can't do anything. Katrina is just cowering at the back. As our Marion Roger, um, that brings us to the top, uh, the body that Bryant is now controlling is going to come forward. Hmm, this is uh, quite an odd experience here. Okay, um, I know magic. <laughs> All right. Well, well, then, let's try this. Um, hmm. Wait, no, can't do that. That would trap Artemis, too. <laughs> Sorry. God, what do I do with spells? There's so many of them. You know what? I'm just going to... Uh, he, he just casts, a, like, a bolt of energy out of his hand um, at the horse. Um, he does get advantage on. Uh, so that's 20, which hits. And the horse takes twenty-three horse damage. Horse damage? Force damage. Uh, and is still stunned and is looking Gosh, very horse. rough. Um, Bowman, that's your turn. Okay. Ah. <sighs> What's the likelihood that we could calm Nightmare? Make uh, an insight check or alternatively a religion check. Sure. Let's see. I am going to do insight. Okay. Because that's I have zero to religion. Go for it. I am not a man of God. Says the paladin. Uh, 21. How does that work? 21. Uh, with a religion check, you would have learned something more about this creature's nature. Um, <laughs> but with 
uh, an insight check. Um, you are just going to be able to read that this horse is not... This horse has in its eyes... Horses are pretty smart animals. This horse has, like, a human level of intelligence behind its eyes. And it has deep evil behind its eyes. But people can change. There go, this horse can change. Just like Katrina. We can change her! <laughs> Does it have, like, reins from when it was mounted by the hate like does it have a loop on it essentially nope okay you don't want to board the hersey knock its head off the headless rider (laughs) was riding totally like bareback kind of like uh gandalf and shadowfax just sort of they were just vibing together except evil um Can I do a persuasion, I guess, I guess, to convince it to leave? Sure. What are you saying? Please, horse, me try still to on it. I assume, I assume, because <laughs> I can, I can, I assume that I can, since I can tell that it has a human level of intelligence, I could probably understand what I'm trying to say to it. Correct. You would assume that it could understand you, if that's what you're Fantastic. asking. Yes. Um, oh, mighty mayor of the night, I bargain with thee. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> um, we'll leave, and you can have all these souls if you just let me and my compatriots leave, Onski. We won't stand in your way. Including Brick and Bryant. You can't have their souls. They're part of the compatriots that I was referring to. Uh, make a persuasion check. Great. Uh, 25. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's hard to tell, right? It's stunned. Um, but uh, make another insight check for me. <laughs> Seven. <clears throat> Hard to tell. That's going to be your whole turn, though. You're not allowed to do anything else now. <laughs> I can't move. You That's can okay. move if you want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna move towards the door. Okay. <laughs> you said leave, and then stood in front of the door. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just gonna leave. Like, no, no. I didn't. T- I said we're gonna leave. That was the deal. <laughs> Uh, Alina, that's your turn. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna just like step forward a bit. Hmm. Oh, that's because I'm on the wrong thing. Um, move her here. Which moves this down Ooh. to add a couple hmm. people into that circle but still keeps everybody else. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to try Toll the Dead at the horse. Yeah, go for it. It's um, already been damaged, so... It's it... the wisdom save 
Yep. 15 for that. Great. Ooh, that's a five. Ooh. Okay. So it has already taken hits. Yes. I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. So then that switches it to d12s instead of d8s. Correct. Okay. Um, 20 necrotic damage. That's a dead horse. <laughs> um, Sorry. As, as you do this, there's just this, the horse like dissipates into the ether as you, there's this gonging sound as the horse like dies and it's shadows and flame like fade away. Uh, and Artemis, you drop to the ground. Ah! Uh, with it, we'll say that the heads also disappear. Now that both the headless rider and the horse are defeated. And we can exit initiative. Whew. Um, what about the hooded guy? Yeah, what about the Inquisitor? So that's where we're going to move next. Uh, the Inquisitor in the corner, the hooded guy, is like... So, uh, and Bryant and Brooke come over in the, their Inquisitor bodies. And Bryant says, listen, as you know, there's not really a limit on how long a ghost can possess someone. So, here's the thing, right? I assume you want your friends back. We want to be left alone. Hmm? My parents are dead. I mean, I'm sure their ghosts will come back and be annoying assholes, but ugh, we'll cross that bridge when that happens. My wife and I nice. don't want to be in your friends' bodies. Quite frankly, not a huge fan of If you want your friends back, why don't we all just agree to go our separate ways? You can call it part of the greater good or whatever the fuck it is you were coming in here about, okay? He's gonna try again. Persuasion check. And if not, you know, these people are protected by in tandem. Mm -hmm. So we'll hunt you down. Uh, make an intimidation check. Artemis. Intimidation. 26. Oh, you're scary. Nice. I will say that's plenty to give Bryant advantage. Uh, and he does do very well on this persuasion check this time. The guy in the hood says, let's consider the matter closed. Uh, Good. Brooke and Bryant nod, leave the bodies of the other two Inquisitors, and the three Inquisitors leave. Katrina is like shell-shocked in the back, like crying. She's and Bryant comes over and is like, Well, in another body. I no, he's left that body. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'd love to say I told you so about our parents, but you're probably not in a state to hear that one right now, so I'll do better. How about do better than our parents, eh? Katrina just, like, stands up. I'm going home. Mm. And leaves. <laughs> Reasonable. Okay. You can hit a ride. We have a cart for hire. Oh, Artie, she's gone. She's gone. Um, she doesn't need it. She got here, okay. Brooke is, like, checking on her parents. Bryant comes over to all of you and says, Well, keep an eye on my sister and and on the spirits of my parents. Figure it out. I'm sorry they um suffered, you know. I'm not. I'm okay. sorry that they were consistent assholes. Yeah. Me too. If you need help with them while we're still in Ravenloft, I, find us. I well, have, I have a plan about that. But go on. Well, we are on even footing now, so. This is true. Congrats on the yeah. marriage. It was beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. All of you, thank you so much for everything. Done. Start stuffing my face with the various types of cake. Yeah, Penny's like double fisting crook kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> with that, you all like party um for a couple more hours. Uh by the morning, um you head back to town. Um yes, Bowen. Bowen wants to go to Elena and ask her a quick question. Yeah. Elena, that spell book that we got from the priest, does it say how to create sealing? Those seals? How to capture souls? Mm-hmm. That's, uh... Essentially what I did was that spell in reverse, so... I'm not one for poetry, but I think it would be poetic justice if we trapped Mr. and Mrs. Ainsley to the chapel where they lost everything mm -hmm. they were fighting for. Sure. Is that possible? There goes our wedding video. No, no check required, I will say. The two of you working together over time as you finish off the um, celebrations can create these wards to trap the spirits of Lord and Lady Ainsley within this chapel once they materialize. Should we give the uh, spirit in the back room a heads up? The old priest guy? Um, oh, probably happy for new roommates. Uh, didn't they trap him with some assholes? I, what do you want? Them to be your roommate? <laughs> I, I will say you can ex like the, the way the spell works, right? You can specify specific spirits yeah he's that not that is affected there. so he won't be trapped there um so he can come and go if if you want to give him a heads up though you're more than welcome to yeah i'm gonna give him a heads up 
because he deserves to know that hey your your house that you've probably lived in for a while is gonna be uh yeah a little as, crowded as mm -hmm. you open the door to the office again he looks up it's like hmm? oh um I'll, I'll be i'll be ready for the service shortly i'm just brushing up on the oral texts um <laughs> how would i address this like would i know how like to address the priest he uh you're not sure um make I'll a religion check make her. a religion check i'll just go with her um that's all right sir um just wanted to let you know that you're going to have a few people ghosts stuck in here with you uh for the foreseeable future Ezra welcomes all to her church, but if you'll excuse me, my child, um, I must get back to preparing. I mean, the service starts in um, just a few minutes. Okay. Uh, and goes back to reading this text. Seems stuck in some kind of loop. Um, wow. Wow. Uh, with that, you you are able to, you know, the next morning, um, after spending some time and partying and stuff, uh, depart back to the village. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We, you all the next, you know, eventually return to Van Richten's house. Um, wee, wee hours of the morning. Uh, you don't have enough time to take a long rest, but you may take a short rest if you want. Um, unless you want to just keep Van Richten waiting until you all are well-rested enough. Um, but otherwise, you can take a short rest if you so desire. And then uh, the next morning, um, Van Richten will meet you all sort of in his, in his study again, where you all have kind of been crashing recently. Um, and he, again, brings out some coffee, gives you all a chance to drink some coffee, eat some, uh, eat some, uh, you know, pastries, um, leftover cake, and, uh... Croquembouche. Croquembouche, thank you. Um, and... Oh, you think there's any leftover croquembouche? <laughs> there was a lot of croquembouche. We made sure of it. <laughs> uh, you replace all of your uh, 
all of your <laughs> rations with croquemouche. <laughs> Um, My pockets are just sticky. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, but Van Richten says, So, how was the wedding? It was nice. Quiet. All right, then. You look a little, um... Fantastic. Yes. The wedding was beautiful. The after party got a little wild. Yeah. Yeah. Someone bought looks like it's two hundred and seventy-five dollars of gold pieces of booze. <laughs> Who would For do that? a very small wedding, that seems like an expensive. To be fair, I'm pretty sure it was no one accurately gave us a number, so we went to be safe. It wasn't our fault that it was a little bit too much. For future reference, I wouldn't go to that church off down that road about an hour and a half or so. Um, really angry spirits are going to be stuck there. Just, just, you don't want a repeat, probably. But they did deserve it, so don't worry. Well, I doubt many random people are going to attempt to go to the church in question, which I am vaguely familiar with. And if memory serves me right, there are holes in the walls and ceiling, so they could escape. The people could escape. If there are spirits tied to that place. That's true. At any rate, you asked me to look into this curse, yes? You think you're going to help us? Well, let me start with, let me start with the subject of your brother. You said someone like you was in town. Yes. There was someone named Dagrin Brightshield who stopped in town. He traveled into Mordant couple of months ago. He had with him an older elven woman who seemed to be mentally unstable. While he visited town, he checked her into the psychiatric ward here. He stayed in town for a few days. And then he checked her out to the psychiatric ward and left. As far as I know, he is no longer in the realm of mortals. So I apologize that I am not able to tell you where he is now. No one, no one that I spoke to knew where he was heading next. Right. Oh, this psychiatric place. Well, where, where is that? Is that here in town? Like, close yes, by? Yes. Um, yes, it is here in town. Um, hmm. It's it's run... Well, they don't like to um, advertise it, but the almost Inquisition runs it. 
are their base of operations in Mortonshire. What is their deal? The almost Inquisition. They started as uh, followers of a great and mighty warrior named Ulmed. Ulmed, well, Ulmed was um, quite zealous, I suppose, about defeating evil infernal powers. Ulmed was a um, lieutenant long ago to a mighty warrior and diplomat named Count Strahd von Zarevich. Something happened to Strahd. Actually, it may be worth warning you in case you ever find yourself in his domain. I hope you don't, but if you do, he later became a vampire. Hmm. The first vampire, as a matter of fact. Huh. Olmed was heartbroken. With his other compatriots, he founded an organization, the Ulmist Inquisitors, that harness psionic power to serve the greater good, to hunt evil. But they are um, very overzealous. Their Inquisitors can be just as feared by the populace of the towns they enter as the evils they supposedly hunt down. That makes sense. That tracks. We uh, ran into a problem last night. I see. Well, they will do anything if they believe it serves their greater mission. The eradication of fiends and undead. So they really don't like this place, do they? No, they do not. Why don't they move? Yeah. There are sects of the Olmist Inquisition all throughout Ravenloft. They're not just here in Mordent. Hmm. The ones sure, that are like, here are, they've been assigned here. Don't they, they're posting. Don't they understand that, like, ghosts is this place's whole deal? Yes, but they perhaps um, foolishly believe that they can change that. Mm. But this is a larger, yeah. you know, the Inquisition is, um, well, dangerous, um, zealous. I would, you made it out of a conflict with them. Good. 
Um, I would advise you avoid conflict with them in the future as much as possible. Good to know. Right. Hmm. So they'll be in, if we travel to other places, they will be there? They do not exist in every domain of Ravenloft, but many of them have some inquisitors. They are not, um, well, anyway. Let's just say I'm not the biggest fan of them and their work. I think it is over my lifetime of hunting monsters. I've learned that not every creature the Inquisition would label monster is evil. Sure. Certainly many are. I've interacted with many undead, many fiends, many aberrations and other supernatural threats that posed a serious threat to the safety of everyone around them. But as you've seen with many of the ghosts here in Mordent, most of them are just trying to live their afterlives. At any rate, we're off topic. That is what I know about your brother, Dagrin. Right. Now. Well, I appreciate you um, hmm. looking into it. Of course. To return the favor, after all. Now, this curse that you spoke of. I personally have never encountered anything quite like this before. But... I believe I know someone who may be of greater help. There's a wizard that I met on my last travels throughout the realms of Ravenloft that I returned from recently. <laughs> the wizard's name is Theron Zalhonan. <laughs> and how does he, how do they spell their name? I, I is, it, is it spelled exactly how it sounds? If only that could be placed in chat somewhere. I'm doing that. Yes. Wonderful. Um, I said twice, weirdly. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, that is not how I spelled that. <laughs> no, me neither. Theron is an, a remarkable wizard. And he knows a significant amount of information about the nature of the mists and the arcane arts. My guess would be that if this place, 
that you're looking for, this unnameable place that you're looking for. If there's a curse that is preventing information and it's in Ravenloft, my guess would be that's part of the Dark Lord's prison. Every, every domain of Ravenloft has a Dark Lord at its center. It's a, um, someone who, in their lifetime, committed some unspeakable atrocity. And the dark powers of Ravenloft, these unknowable entities, decided to punish them for their misdeeds, and drag them and their realms into the mists. See, why does everyone have to get punished for, like, one person's? That is an excellent question. Stuff. Doesn't seem very fair. Well, I do not believe the Dark Powers are all that interested in fairness. That's fair. But you don't think Theron is the dark lord no, no, of the place is... we're looking for. Just no, he's no. just a powerful wizard he's, in yes. general. So what what I mean to say is Okay. If the place you are looking for was swallowed into the mists of Ravenloft, then it is because someone who lived there committed an unspeakable horror. That mm. caught the attention of the Dark Lords. And they brought that realm into Ravenloft. When they did so, every realm of Ravenloft has its own unique set of supernatural circumstances. And those supernatural circumstances are part of the prison that the Dark Lords have constructed around the Dark Lord. Who's the Dark Lord at this place? A ghost named Wilfred Godfroy. Oh. Hypothetically, if someone <laughs> was to murder their entire household, including all their servants, that could potentially be an unspeakable act that might potentially bring their realm into through the mist. Potentially, potentially. Uh, not everyone who commits an unspeakable horror is brought into Ravenloft. And not everyone who's brought into Ravenloft for committing an unspeakable horror becomes a Dark Lord of a whole domain. But, yes, theoretically. The, the place you are looking for, I... My suspicion would be that memory of this place being erased from people's minds is part of the curse on the domain, part of the Dark Lord's prison. Mm -hmm. Perhaps the Dark Lord was vain or, or had a great deal of pride in what is now their domain of Ravenloft. 
And so part of their punishment by the dark powers is that no one can remember their domain. Mm. Mm. That does sound track. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. Where is this wizard that you speak so, of? So, the wizard that I speak of, Theron Zalhonen. He is remark- a remarkable wizard. He knows a great deal about the nature of the mists. If anyone is able to crack the nut on this mystery and help you gain access, because here's the thing. If one can't remember this location, how could one ever find a mist talisman to guide you there? Mm. Accidentally. That would be the only way. So, mm. if Firan Zalhonen can put his considerable intellect to the, ta- to the task, he can almost certainly find you a way to get there. But there are two issues, and the first is what you bring up, Bowman. Where is he? I do not actually know. Mm. I hate to send you on a wild goose chase, but I I have two other acquaintances, a pair of detectives, Alanic Ray and Arthur Sedgwick. They had been working with Firan when I met him. And I, I don't believe they were intending on traveling together forever, but Alanic Ray and Arthur Sedgwick may know where Firan is now. Ray and Sedgwick are Currently, they wrote to me saying that they were currently working on a case for Isold, the leader of a uh, of a place called the Carnival. So you said his name was what was something Ray? Alanic Ray, yes, Alanic and Ray. Arthur Sedg- Sedgwick. Yep, I got it. They are detectives uh, and husbands, and they are looking, um, uh, and they are working on a case for Isold, uh, who is in charge of a place called the Carnival. Um, the Carnival is, um, it is a domain of Ravenloft, but it, it travels. It, it's... The... They traveled in all? No, that was a caravan. Oh, okay. However, just like any domain of Ravenloft, it has misty talismans that could ensure that you arrive there to the carnival in whatever domain of Ravenloft it is currently mm, parked in. Alright. And I... Just so happened to have a Mr. Talisman that could get you to the car. Okay. Huh. Great. Could we, yeah, could we use that? And he pulls out a carnival ticket. Oh. 
That's nifty. Now, I know Elena has traveled the mists before. The rest of you are new to Ravenloft, unless I am much mistaken. I mean, we got here through the mist. Yeah, and we barely even threw up. But you have not controlled your destination yourselves. Correct. What you now hold is a mist talisman. Mist talismans are what allows you to not get hopelessly lost in the mists of Ravenloft. Um, What happens if you do? Usually you end up somewhere randomly in one of the many countless domains of Ravenloft. I mean, there are truly an uncountable number of domains. Now, the Dark Lord of a domain usually can have some element of control whether people are allowed to leave their domain at any given time. They can close the borders or open the borders. If you try to leave a domain while the borders are closed, well, the borders of every domain, you will find an impenetrable wall of mist. If you try to leave a domain while it is closed and you enter the mist, mist talisman or no, you will eventually wind up back in the domain that you started from. If the borders are open and you wander into the mists, you may end up in another domain of Ravenloft. If you are using a mist talisman to guide you, you can guarantee which domain you will end up in. Otherwise, random chance. Are these like a one use? No, not necessarily. Oh, at least there's that. Some are, but most are not. That ticket should get you to the carnival, and you should be fine. Oh, it's like a family pass or a season pass. Sure, whatever that means. Um, if someone does happen to do an unspeakable act that brings them here, um, do they obtain generally any powers or anything that they did not have before that we should maybe be aware of, hypothetically? I mean, you know, not usually. And Dark Lords, unless they become a Dark Lord, I'll say, Dark Lords, it's not always clear where their power from their life before becoming a Dark Lord and their power from after becoming a Dark Lord begins and ends. You understand? These domains of Ravenloft are prisons, yes, but also the Dark Lords wield a great deal of power typically, within their prisons. Sounds like a terrible situation. As far as I know, no Dark Lord has ever escaped their domain. No, I mean, I don't... Well, (laughs) there's some debate about one, but I I think he just died. You guys. Oh, well, yes, it is horrible. Uh, 
the you asked who, Penny. Um, the domain where I was born, it was a place called uh, Darkon. It was ruled over by uh, its dark lord, a king, calling himself Azalyn Rex. Um, some time ago, uh, I have not been there recently, but um. But I have heard word that Azalyn disappeared. Um, I think the dark powers probably just obliterated him. But I don't know. From what I understand, the Darkon has suffered significantly since the disappearance of its Dark Lord. These domains' existence is tied to the Dark Lords. Most Dark Lords, even if they're killed, will eventually return. Which is why killing a Dark Lord is something of a fool's errand, usually. But uh, I don't know everything. There may be mitigating circumstances. Have any non-Dark Lord people ever escaped? Very occasionally. But not usually. Usually those of the mist inevitably find themselves drawn back into the mists. That sucks. Well, most people just find a way to live their lives as best they can in this world. I mean, it's it's not perfect, but what world is? But there are worlds that are better than this one. For sure. If you say so. I've never been to any other. Uh, Waterdeep was pretty shitty. Yeah, but we are working on it. There's no ghosts wandering around yeah, just have really rich assholes. Yeah. I'd rather have the ghosts on some days, honestly. Um. So someone in our party understands this that Van Richten just said. Yeah, someone, yeah. at least one one of us understands all that. I think so. I don't have to think about it. We have it. to use this the ticket to go to the circus mm-hmm. to meet Ray and Sedgwick. I get that, but you understand the lore about the Dark Lords and the Dark Powers and the Domains and the Borders being open and the Mist Talisman? I think so. Alright, yeah. so I'm good. Out of my head, then! <laughs> Ready. Can I go to Artemis and just quietly whisper, can we talk privately? It's not... Um... Well, I... Thank you. Yes, I'm going to leave you all to it. Um, Elena, I assume you also came here for a conversation. If you'd like to step into my study and we can talk about why you came. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Um... You go into Van Richten's study slash library with him, uh, 
and he says, what do you make of your new um, compatriots? Um, nice to be working with the team again. <laughs> I suppose it's been some time for you. It has, yes. Do you intend on traveling with them? They could probably use your help. I mean, I think I could provide them help. <laughs> yes, but I, I do also, I was hoping that you might have heard um, something about that, that item that I've been searching for. Yes, the book. Um, well, I, I did some, I did do some research on it. He is something of an, an enigma, quite honestly. Um, first of all, the legends say it can only be read by one who's truly worthy. Whatever that means. Yep. <clears throat> and that it's constantly showing up somewhere new. I mean, that's what book just teleports to new locations. True. <laughs> I think tracking down such an item is, is difficult, but actually, actually, you know, the carnival, um, I don't suppose you've ever been to the carnival, have you? If I have, it's been many, many years. A long years. time. Well, the carnival, they are followed constantly by this... by this group... um... of fey... um... that open this... this... thing called the Litwick Market. It follows the carnival everywhere it goes. Among the leeches of the Litwet Market are those I would call fate readers. They require payment, but they have an uncanny magical ability to read the fates of those who come before them. They could probably get you the answers you seek. I would offer you one word of warning, however. The Fay of Litwick Market, they don't take normal payments. They usually ask for unique payments. But I think it's your best lead. Thank you. Um, of course. Also, <clears throat> if you are to travel with these companions for a time, just be aware. Fearon, I... 
because they're so new to the mist, I didn't want to necessarily burden them with this. But you know, you know that most people in Ravenloft won't do something for nothing. Viron is brilliant, and he's probably the only one who can solve this for them. I would not trust him as far as I could throw him. And he will not help you for free. So just be aware of that. And if you, when you feel that your compatriots are preparing to see Firan, warn them. Thank you. Uh, Janara and Artemis, the two of you were going to have a conversation. Yeah. Um, let's just go in another room for a minute. Yeah, sure. Um, Grab a so, bottle from Bowman. Absolutely. I've got a gotta get through this eventually um so first i just i want to make sure you're okay it's just another another couple miles down the road chasing after him just more miles i guess what i'm not understanding is it seems like he probably tried to commit a horrendous act in order to become like a dark lord of Ravenloft. But how does that connect with Oikos? I don't know. Could have been trying to replicate it, get banished to the same place. I mean... The little snippets I've been putting together from the journals and such, I mean, things were starting to get a little bad or someone, one of the, one of my grand, grand whoever's started doing things that people didn't like or something. It's a little foggy or misty. <laughs> um, uh, Either of you or both of you can make our con checks for me. Okay. Whee! Mm -hmm. uh, 16. 16. Um, 18. Okay. As you're talking about this, Artemis and Jannar too, if, if Dagrin was trying to become a Dark Lord, Mm-hmm. You don't think he succeeded in fully becoming a Dark Lord. Because okay. if he had, he would have a domain, and he'd be trapped in that domain. And he was in Mordent. Right. Maybe to just get here, though. Which he did. So, in that sense, he absolutely succeeded. If that was his end goal, 
Um, your, I'm guessing your mom probably didn't seem out of her wits. Um, I'm guessing prior uh, to coming here. Well, yeah, uh, if I have a problem, huh. oh, she, uh, yeah, she was a little. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. It was uh, right around when I left and things happened, kind of triggered. Okay, so we probably need to protect her when we find her. Yeah, if she's um, if if it's if it's her, if she's here. Yeah, that's probably priority one. Well, I just want you to know we all we all came here for you, and I know we rag on you, but we'll do whatever we need to do to to help you out. All of us. I'm pretty sure I can speak for all of us. I know. I don't think Penny knows, but she's truly obsessed with me. Um, I don't, I don't know if others have really put together the, it's my, like, mom, but I don't really talk about it that much, you know? Mm -hmm. So. Well, whatever you need. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Oh, hopefully don't have to go flitting around from domain to domain trying to find one person and then there's a bunch of roadblocks in our way for each of the people. If I mean, if we move is, fast, we'll maybe, maybe we'll <laughs> stumble upon Dagrin before he... whatever he's wanting to do. There's a little part of me that's... You know, I've got, like, Silver Flame. Uh-huh. a little part of me that's wondering, huh, does he... Did he find something else, someone, some entity? And that, um, the thing at the manor was some sort of test, or it's a little idea I've had. And, like, you and I have some folks we've tied to. Yeah. I don't know, there was some enemy that was always called some darkness, or oh, all the stories, you know, some enemy of Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know anything about it. There's nothing for me to... <sighs> Do you want some okay wine? Sure. Right, yeah. Great. Um... I do have a couple other things, but Bowman, you had something you wanted to do? Uh, Bowman wanted to talk to the doctor. Yep. Um, privately. Yep. Yeah. After Elena's conversation finishes, you can go in and 
He looks up and says, and Bowman, hello. What's going to do for you? Uh, Bowman pulls out an envelope out of his uh, coat pocket, mm. his inner coat pocket. Um, I have possession of this letter um, from a, um, an old friend. I don't know. I've been looking for them. And I want to know if this could possibly be a, um, one of those things you were talking about. A Mr. Talisman. A Mr. Talisman, yes. Um, will you allow me to look at it? Of course. May I read it? <clears throat> Reserve yourself, but of course. Uh, he looks over the letter, flips it over, back and forth, opens it up, quickly reads it, holds it back up, puts it back in, hands it back to you. It's, um, very well may be a Mr. Talisman, yes. If it is a Mr. Talisman, it is, um, connected to where... Your friend is. Volkovnia is a uh, tricky domain. None. Endless hordes of zombies uh, come out of the mists to attack the realm on a regular basis. The city of Lakar is the last inhabited city that I know of anyway in the domain and the domain's defenses are led by General Vladeska Drakov of the Crimson Talons Crim of the uh, of, of the Falcon's Talons excuse me she calls herself the Crimson Falcon I don't know too much about her history, about how she ended up in Ravenloft, but I do know she she's a ruthless general. But it is only through her military might that the city of Lekar still stands at all. Yeah. If your friend is there, well... Sounds like he has, he had found work there, I would suppose, in her army. Well, thank you. I'm sure we'll get around to it after if, we're done. If you choose to go there, whoever leads your group into the mists will need to be Focusing on that talisman. Yeah, of course. And Elena can explain more to you all. She's done this before. She also has a talisman for Mordent. Should she, should you all want to come back here? But, um, as long as whoever is leading you through the mists is focusing on the correct talisman, you will arrive in your destination. Understandable. I'm sure we'll get around to this, um, 
side project that I have after we're done dealing with the main main quest. Have you ever heard of anyone getting out of Ravenloft? Personally, I'm not asking about the stories. I'm not asking about the lore. I'm asking you. I don't know anyone personally. I wish you good luck in your future endeavors, Doctor. Thank you for your help. You as well. Um... Great. Did anyone else have anything they wanted to do or call out before I move us into uh, my couple of last things for you? Awesome. Oh, we're going to start with Nyx. Nyx, at one point you are, let's say you've just used the bathroom, uh, and you were by the mirror, right, at the sink. Um, and you look up in the mirror briefly after you're like after you dry your hands and you like jump back momentarily as Blackstaff Amos Durant is in the mirror. <laughs> what? Ah, yes, the spell worked. I can't believe it. I invented a new version of ascending spell. Wow, this takes a lot of concentration. What? happening great timing it's really good to see you again how are you i'm this is a weird place there are a lot of ghosts here um we're all still alive um physically well i do think that uh artemis is struggling mentally, but you know, um, we're one step closer to figuring out his family stuff. Good. I will, um, I will be sure to tell Octavia that you all are still alive and physically well. How is she doing? How are you guys all Uh, doing? We're, we're doing well. You know, handling things, um. Okay. Okay, sorry. Uh, there is a purpose to Yes, there is. Um, Octavia told me mm. that you were looking into something called the Orrery of the Wanderer. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Oh, cool. Okay. So, um, this was actually something that um, touched the city of Waterdeep. Oh. A few centuries ago. Uh, there was this um, group of adventurers. They were led by a dwarf named Karen Colesmith. Um, Karen, he um, he found this, this strange object of geared clockwork components, magical, in a, a ruined tower. You know, mm-hmm. as they were exploring. Carhan was intrigued by it, and he began researching this device. He found some legends about the relic, and 
he learns how there were other rumored components that would slot into this device that could increase its power. However, he was apparently not aware of the dangers this object posed. There was a curse, and the rest of his party died. Carahan was upset, as you can imagine, and he decided that the or that this device must be destroyed. However, he found his attempts to destroy it um, in impossible by ordinary means. He hired a, a goblin named Gorko, and together they deduced that there was a location, a shrine to destruction beneath Waterdeep, that could destroy even a powerful relic such as this orrery. This was, you understand, in the days before the Undercity was blocked off. Mm. He descended, he found the shrine, and then a small earthquake happened and a sinkhole opened up in the dock ward. A, the leadership of the city contacted a, I suppose you'd call them at the time a guild, but they much more closely resembled a modern corporation in terms of how they ran the business. It was a guild called Acquisitions Incorporated. This corporation um, employed adventurers to solve dilemmas for them. They sent a group of adventurers to investigate the sinkhole, and the adventurers found that Carahan had died, um, but they were able to retrieve the housing of the Orrery of the Wanderer. Over the following months, this group of adventurers from Acquisitions Incorporated uh, came into conflict with a, an evil group called the Six, who were attempting to harness the power of the Orrery for nefarious purposes. Ultimately, this led this Acquisitions Incorporated crew to the Orrery's creator, a lich named Lottie. Um, Lottie was concerned over the destructive powers of the Orrery, but because of its powerful magical attributes, it could not be destroyed, only separated and hidden which she had done, but now the pieces were coming back into play. With Lottie's help, the Acquisitions Incorporated crew managed to defeat the Six, reclaim all the pieces of the Orrery of the Wanderer. And they had promised Lottie to scatter the pieces of the Orrery again, but even 500 years ago, corporations could be, let's say, forgetful of promises that they made to other people. So they didn't. Uh, Lottie, of course, being a powerful lich, 
didn't take too kindly to that. She reclaimed the pieces of her orrery and scattered them herself. So... Now, the magic of the orrery, of the wanderer, will ensure that its pieces will try to draw themselves back together. Now, if I were an all-powerful lich, I would try to scatter the pieces on different planes of existence, make it harder for the pieces to come back together. Sure. The plane you're on now, Ravenloft, it's broken into a bunch of smaller planes. Yeah. Could add a complication in getting the pieces to come back together. Yeah, because the pieces can't move by themselves. Like, they can't navigate the mist. Exactly. Someone would have to pick them up and move them. And because there are so many domains ravenlocked, it makes it more difficult to have them all end up in the same place. This, for the record, we moved purely beyond the historical record and completely into conjecture, but... Is it a good idea for me to try to find this thing? Or all the pieces of this thing? I mean, I read about it and and I knew that we were going into to a to a different plane. And I don't know, it's you can tell the future and it sounds really powerful and cool, but also a little scary. It is dangerous. It is absolutely dangerous. I don't have an answer for you, Nix. But what I will say, if I were to trust any group of adventurers with a powerful magical artifact, it would be you all. Thanks. So, you think that the pieces are here? If I were in Lottie's position and I were trying to make it difficult, nigh impossible, for the pieces to end up back together, I could think of few better places to send the pieces than Ravenloft. Okay. But you have no idea what, like, domains they might be in, or... No, I do not. But I should keep my eye out. I think you should. I think you should. And if it is your destiny to acquire these pieces, I'd keep your eyes out for anyone who can read the currents of destiny. Okay. What do you mean by that? There are individuals with a powerful, innate, magical connection to the fates and destinies of of reality. And uh, uh, there are legends that many of them reside in Ravenloft. If I were you, I would keep an eye out for... 
Oh. Wait, the and the spell breaks. Hey guys. Yeah. yeah. Just hear that from the bathroom. <laughs> Nix has been talking to herself yeah. in the bathroom, by the way. Um never mind. <laughs> never mind. Hey. Right. Um I would assume you guys spend most of the rest of the day sort of recuperating, recovering on if you want to go shopping, make a list of things you want to go shopping for and send them to me. But um, I would assume you spend another night at Van Richten's place um, before trying to, you know, head off somewhere mm -hmm. new. Well, at least the roads are safe again. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, you guys go to take a long rest that night. Um, that night. Artemis, we'll start with you. Ooh. You have a dream of the silver flame. Huh. And the flame calls out to you and says, You have done well. You are on the trail. You are approaching your destiny. I have a question or two for you. By all means. When you were alive, what was your name? Gods you were didn't once... live mortal lives. Sorry, what doesn't live? Gods don't live mortal lives. So, I was trying to find this in my notes earlier. Mm. Didn't I find out, someone told me, who, what's his face? Or maybe I made this up. Okay. There's Jason Brightshield Derulo, or Derulo. But he was just the first one. No, King Apollo. There's Apollo the third. There's so many of these people. Didn't I learn that the flame was one of these people? Or am I completely... I do not believe you learned that. I believe what you may be remembering is the sainted king Heracles Brightshield the first. Ooh. Who I was the founder of Oikos and the founder of the Church of the Silver Flame. Okay. As far as your research has turned up. Yeah. All right. Never mind. But that's not to say that there couldn't be more to that story. It's just... Man. All right. I'll write it down later. Um, okay. Never mind then. Um... Yeah, we're, um, chasing him down. Your power grows. Your bond with the flame 
with me, Groves. Your sword. What do you desire? Do you desire strength of blade or strength of flame? Strength of blade or strength of flame. I don't know. Um, I've been doing a little more getting up into the action. It's nice to be up there with Bowman and Janara. Really good teachers. But I also like being off in the back and supporting everyone else. You know, being the secondary defense. Either choice will allow you to do whatever you see fit. This is about your sword either way. Not your spells. Uh, um, sword of flame? Sword. Strength of blade it is. And there's a flash of silver light along your sword and... Uh, it's now a plus two. Oh! Oh! Oh, it's even lighter. That's nice. Uh, thank you. Thank you. My power wanes again. We will speak more of... Right. ...the matters to which you attend. Am I near you? Are you trapped as well? Or are you floating out beyond all this? I am everywhere and nowhere. And the flame goes out. And the dream ends. Uh, yeah. Sword of Void goes now plus two. Ooh. Um, Elena, you're next. Uh, very, very late at night. After... You have finished your long rest, which is four hours of meditation, but everybody else is still dead asleep. Um, you hear a light knocking at the window. And you look over, and there is a raven there pecking at the glass. Open the window. Uh, and it sort of hops forward a little bit um and you see in its claws um it is holding a circular um item uh, uh that looks like a new amulet of the raven queen i'm gonna take it from him yep looks at you studies you for a minute Just sort of nods. Uh-huh. With a questioning sound, as if it uh make an insight check. Nat twenty for uh twenty-seven. <laughs> it wants something to eat. Oh. Wants a little okay. nibble before it leaves before I'll it leaves. Out something from my bag you can easily enough get some like jerky to feed it um as it flies away 
hold this amulet and you feel the power of Raven Queen surging out of it uh, much more strongly than your current uh, uh, devout um, focus. Uh, so this is an amulet of the devout. Uh, this is a plus two variant um, of amulet of the devout. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex ultra soft tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex ultra soft tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin for this allergy. Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Okay. Last up, we do have Miss Penny Presswell. And now, Zuzu, I do have a question for you. Hmm. Do you want everyone here for this or do you want... It should be just you and I for this little bit. And this is the end of the episode. Everyone can be here for it. I have no secrets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Penny, you wake up in the middle of the night, or at least you think you do. Everyone's passed out around you. Elena seems completely dazed out doesn't seem to know what's going on with you. You hear a voice say, I've been trying to reach out to you for so long. Someone appears before you and uh, Penny, would you describe your mother? <laughs> no! No! Um, wow. I haven't thought of that. I think she's, I, I guess I picture her as being relatively short, um, also with red hair, um, but kind of a shorter, curlier red hair than Penny has because it's a little bit longer. Mm. Um, and just very, very friendly smile. Yeah. And dressed pretty simply in like a long dress. Great. Your mom is standing in the room for you. Penny immediately stands up. I I can't believe it. And she comes forward and grabs your arms and pulls you into a hug. And I can feel her? Yeah. It's been this so long. Is, is this a dream? Does it feel like a dream? I honestly have no idea how to answer that. Just what I would expect. <laughs> I'm so, I, you're a reporter now. I'm so proud of you. Sounds like all that reading I did to you paid off. How do you even know that? We're not even in I've the our timeline. You. 
I've been watching. Of course I have. You're my daughter. Been watching over you all this time. How? I... Ghosts. It's hard to explain. I'm... Ghosts. We're in Mordant. I've Ghosts? I'm... Yes. You're a ghost? Yes. Okay. I can only... It's hard to appear in this form, but it's a little easier here. Penny, I... This is difficult. You have to stop your friend from going. To Oikos. Are you talking about Artie? Artemis? If you go to Oikos, my spirit will be destroyed. And that's where we'll end tonight's episode. We will pick back up with this conversation next time. Uh, thank you all so very much for playing uh, this very long session. It's probably going to be split into two episodes. Uh, thank you all for watching. <laughs> yeah. um, and we will see you next time. Have a good night.